Calling all parents and teachers. It's time to rep Kid News and check out some partner brands and products we think you're going to love. Since it's an election year, how about a kid's book on voting? Or colorful ideas for a spring refresh of that messy homework desk. Plus, there's always fun Kid News swag. Moms, dads, guardians, and teachers, go to starglowmedia.com shop to check it all out. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you can also find the store link in the description for today's episode. And don't forget, subscribe to Starglow Plus to skip the ads on all your favorite Starglow podcasts. Happy listening! Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Tori. Today is Friday, September 14th, 2018. And we begin with the outer bands of Hurricane Florence slamming ashore in the Carolinas overnight. High winds and heavy rains are lashing the coast, and thousands of homes have lost power. A big concern now is a possible storm surge, which occurs when strong winds push the sea up and over sand dunes into streets and homes. And if Flo slows down as expected, she could linger in the area for days, potentially dumping historic amounts of rain and causing unprecedented flooding up and down the East Coast. FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, has had days to prepare and already has first responders and supplies in the area to assist homeowners when it's safe to do so. An interesting footnote about that agency, FEMA also has a Waffle House Index, a color-coded indicator of what Waffle House restaurants are open, closed, or offering a limited menu to gauge how well an area is faring in a storm and how quickly the area might recover. In political news this morning, no official word yet, but most White House watchers believe President Trump will seek a second term in 2020. It's not yet known if any other Republicans will challenge him. Interested Democrats, meantime, are starting to make noise about a possible run. Former Secretary of State John Kerry is out and about, sounding every bit like a candidate. And former Vice President under Barack Obama, Joe Biden, says he'll decide by January. One thing that's definitely different about the upcoming election is there are a record number of young mothers running for office this November. Many are bringing their children to campaign rallies and including comments from their kids in their political ads. Some children talk about how their moms are patient and caring, which would be important in their new job if they win. However, the children of the Republican candidate for South Dakota governor are a little more honest. They talk about their mom's inability to swim and her really lousy dancing skills. One of the most selective universities in the U.S. just made a big change. Going forward, Stanford will no longer advertise its admissions rate, which is the percentage of students it accepts from all its applicants. The national average is 66%. Stanford's at 4% is one of the lowest in the country, which makes it seem prestigious or extra hard to get into. But the school says that practice does not encourage the most important part of the college search, finding the best fit for the student. This would be a pretty unique college experience. The daughter of an unnamed billionaire from India has just arrived for her freshman year at St. Andrews University in Scotland with 12 servants. This includes a chef, a chauffeur, three housekeepers, a gardener, a butler, and a lady's maid. They will all be working at the new luxurious mansion the family bought, so the daughter doesn't have to stay in a plain old college dorm. We now know what Serena Williams whispered to Naomi Osaka after the 20-year-old beat the legendary tennis player in the dramatic U.S. Open final last weekend. 
Osaka told Ellen DeGeneres that Williams said she was proud of the young player and the crowd wasn't booing her. Osaka said at the time she thought the crowd was upset at her for preventing Williams from winning a record-tying 24th Grand Slam. But the crowd was mainly upset at the chair umpire for issuing three code violations on Serena. And back to the hurricane for a moment. While 1.7 million residents were urged to evacuate, zookeepers in Ashland, North Carolina, had to figure out what to do with 1,600 animals. Staff spent days moving elephants, giraffes, chimpanzees, and hundreds of other species indoors, wherever space allowed, to protect them from the wind and rain. A crew of veterinarians and park rangers will ride out the storm right beside them. And that's it for Kid News. Now, the Kid News Quiz. Hurricane Florence has arrived in the Carolinas. What are meteorologists most concerned about? Historic rainfall, a possible storm surge, and flooding. What are young mothers doing in record numbers this fall? Running for political office. What did Serena Williams whisper to Naomi Osaka after the U.S. Open tennis final? She was proud of her, and the crowd was not booing her. How many servants did a young Indian student hire for her first year at college? Twelve. And in one for the road, in case you were wondering how hurricanes get their name, the U.S. began using a list of female names in alphabetical order in 1953. Male names were added in 1978. The catalog has enough names to last six seasons, after which it gets recycled. But the names of really destructive storms like Andrew, Katrina, and maybe even Florence won't be used again. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll tune in for more Kid News Monday morning.